This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sad morning. 19 kids dead, two teachers. That number is expected to grow. The reported shooter identified as Salvador Ramos allegedly shot his grandmother before heading to the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde with a possible handgun and a rifle. We are taking your calls this hour, 833, a different number, 969 833-969-4447. I have to be honest with you folks. And uh, what's going through my my mind here is in Texas, you can't buy a drink until you are 21 years of age, but you can purchase an assault weapon at age 18. Something is wrong with that. Something is wrong with that. In the NBA, the Dallas Mavericks played the Golden State Warriors. It's the playoffs. And the game happened about 400 miles from the actual shooting. And I want you to hear what Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors, what he had to say. Now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. Kerr said, do something. Again, this is the coach of the Golden State uh, Warriors. And he specifically named minority leader, Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell. And Kerr went on to say, uh, and I'm quoting here, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of our children, our elderly, and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. 
So Kerr banged his head on, banged his hand on the uh, table at the uh, the media table before tonight's uh, big basketball game. And I'm going to your telephone calls in just one second. But I also want you to listen to what Senator Chris Murphy uh, had to say on the floor of the Senate. Why do you spend all this time running for the United States Senate? Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? If your answer is that as this slaughter increases, as our kids run for their lives, we do nothing. What are we doing? Why are you here if not to solve a problem as existential as this? All right, folks, let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's start with Christine in Manhattan. Good morning, Christine, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you so much for letting me speak on this very sad day. And uh, I am just horrified, and it looks to me like this is becoming a regular occurrence. I think a lot of people have noticed. We've seen this thing repeated in uh, Sandy Hook. Now it's happened again, and every time it happens, they screech about guns. Instead of locking the criminals up, they've closed all the jails and let them out. And I think it's a false flag. I think this is an operation that is designed to destroy certain parts of our Constitution, free speech, the right to bear arms. We've all seen the pattern. Christine, I I, I can agree to disagree with you on some part of what you just said. And you started by stating, and and you're rightfully so. In some in some cases, it's people that are being let back out. But what happened in Texas? What happened in Buffalo? These are eighteen year old kids. They, these are not repeat offenders, Christine. No, but they have psych histories. Yes, yes. Well, at least we know officially uh, in Buffalo. So, so you are correct about that. Um, and there's. Well, no- Dominic, they closed all the psychiatric hospitals during the Bloomberg administration. Uh, uh, They were all shut down. The Payne Whitney Clinic, St. Vincent Psych, Beth Israel Psych. Where are you supposed to put these people? They're all out on the street now. That was during the Bloomberg administration after Giuliani left, which was right after 9-11. Right. Well, Christine, I, I thank you for the call. Let's go uh, from Manhattan to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good evening, Dominic. Uh, well, first off, I want to send my, my deepest condolences to the families that lost their yes, children. Yes, we all do. Lost a teacher. Uh, you know, Dominic, there's, there's a tragedy in this country which, which affects young people. I understand that 18 lives have been lost. It's tragic, of course. Actually, 19 kids, 19 kids now, and and two teachers. But go ahead. It's okay. The the numbers are changing. All right. It's unfortunate. I just wish they can go down, you know. But anyway, the point being that we have other things in mind for children. We We have 340 kids that were killed by automobiles over the past 18 months in this country, according to the federal statistics. We have 80 or 90 children, I'm not sure if it's 80 or 90, that died from drug-related doses, and these are under the age of 14. We have, we have, you know, a tragedy among our young people 
that that has to be changed. Of course, uh, the president chose to go after guns instead of the type of people that go out and do these things. The, the, the saddest part of the whole thing is that we we focus in on on that sudden large number of children that that were killed. I understand that's natural, it's human impulse, but at the same time. Children throughout this country are in danger of losing their lives by drugs, by accidents, by cars being being struck on them, and parental abuse. There were reportedly 19 deaths throughout the country as a result of parental. Abuse. No, I no, I, I I hear you, I hear you, Phil. But it seems like it sounds like you're talking all the way around the problem. Anything to get away from the issue of. Why are 18-year-olds having assault weapons? That's the bottom line. The, the point the point is you've got to think, too, Dominic. Let's, let's be practical realists here. Let's be logical on this. Okay. People, people have a particular thing in their head. We're going to a school where, where there are young children. There's something deep, a pathology within the man's mind Agreed. that has to be looked at. The agency dropped the ball when they red flagged him and dropped the red flag and said, well, you know, he went for an evaluation and he passed. Well, you're you're talking about Buffalo now. I'm talking about Texas. Yeah, of course. The Buffalo incident. Ten African-Americans were killed. Okay. The the, the point is the, the people who do these reviews don't really care to emphasize the fact that this person is a menace. It's like the DA in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg. He gets violent offenders, lets them go. He gets this one, lets them go. There's an overwhelming lack of responsibility. There should be a, a punitive action taken against these people okay. who do these evaluations. Okay. Hey, Phil, I've, I've got to move on. But again, you're talking about everything except the issue that I raised. <laughs> I want you to address that. Can you see a logical reason why an 18-year-old should have an assault weapon? No, I, I, I don't believe anybody in you – know, I'm a gun advocate, but I don't believe anybody who needs an assault gun. But the point of it is it, it's not a matter of the age. It's the fact that the person who got it, whether they're 18 or 80, they were irresponsible. They should have been properly flagged, and the system failed them. They went right through the floor. So the system failed them. The system failed, period. It okay. didn't fail them. It failed to do its job. Okay. Well, Phil, I, I thank you for engaging me this morning, and I hope that you have a great morning. Let's go to Eileen in uh, Piermont, New York. Good morning, Eileen. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I want to talk to you about the poor souls that were killed in uh, the mm-hmm. school. I'm not going to go around the block and make it political. Um, I use logic, Okay. I have a couple of things to say. Number one, these adults, not kids, they learn the Ten Commandments when they're seven or eight years old. Number two, they are not given proper parental guidance or quality time with their children, a lot of them. And number four, they glorify death or violence on the movies, the TV, and also what these people need to do, these bad people, 
send them to military-style boot camp. Remember that show, Boot Camp? No, I, 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 I hear you, Eileen, but, but these 18-year-olds in Buffalo, the kid was on the radar, but we don't know yet as it relates to Texas. So you say send them to basically a reform-type school. I agree with you. But if they're not within the system, there's no way to red flag them. But but my point, my point, right? Okay, so folks support, uh, greatly support the Second Amendment. I respect that. But there's no reason in the world why an 18-year-old should have an assault-type uh, weapon. So why not, why can't we agree on that and, and, and maybe some type of, further of uni- uniform background, uh, universal background checks. All I'm saying, Eileen, is that we can talk to it blue in the face, but unfortunately and tragically, I, I'm starting to feel that none of this is going to change unless we are uh, collectively, but, 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 but on a personal level, impacted. In other words, if, if it impacts one of our loved ones. Eileen, I thank you for the call. Let's go to Maria in Brooklyn. Good morning, Maria. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, here we go again. I feel the youth is manifesting itself. When God was taken out of the schools by one party, the one liberal party of this country, there is no faith for these kids. These kids are confused. Now, by this same party who is telling them that they could be boys, they could be girls, that sexually they could uh, change their sex. These, these youth is confused. They have no faith. They are walking in the path of evil brought to you by one damn party. Have Stan call and defend all of this. He backs all this up. Hey, Maria, you, you know, yes. you, you, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You just articulated what I have not had the courage to directly say. And I agree with you a thousand percent. Make it two thousand percent. Because we 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 are all screwed up these days. And sometimes you can't call it out because you'll be called anti this. But we we're, we're telling it's 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 all wrong. We're telling we're telling little boys you can be a little girl. We're telling a little girl you can be a little boy. I mean, it, 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 this is dead wrong, Maria. And and I just thank you for stating. And and normally I have the courage to say whatever is on my mind. But this is one where you know you've got to walk on eggshells because you'll be called anti this by going there, Maria. We have to pray, bring God. God is the only path to to have all this insanity. These children, they are victims of what we have left them behind, and they're manifesting themselves. This is so sad. We're putting one race against another, hate against another, brought to you by one party, not the Republicans. I'm telling you, not the Republicans. Have all these liberals call up and defend this. This is all brought to, to, to our youth by one damn party. I'm sorry, Dominic. Well, Maria, I, I, I hear the passion in your voice, and uh, and I really do thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are discussing the situation as it relates to Texas. Uh, we've all heard the bad news. 
the numbers are inspected to increase as they have been doing throughout the night. 19 kids dead and two teachers. And I want you to think about this for, for a second. Teachers, and I've said this for years because teachers saved my life. Teachers are heroes. Heroes for what they do each and every day. And so think about this. If you're one of the teachers in that classroom, she is one we know as a woman. She maybe had a second or two to reflect on what was going on. And I can almost guarantee you, without having the concrete facts, that that teacher wanted to protect her children, her second graders, third graders, fourth graders, before she died. And it's it's just awful. Let's go to George in New York before we take a break. Good morning, George. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, sir. Good morning. They, I feel like they should take away the bail reform, you know, that's here in New York. The thing in Texas, it's sad. I have kids that age, and it makes me want to cry. And I feel like they should have more cops protecting our kids. Right, but and and you know and you know George, um, I I I I understand that you say you want to cry because I think we all want to cry, and you know and 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 in my opinion, yes, men can also uh, get emotional, and sometimes it's good to let it out. It's horrible what happened, but but here's the problem: the way I see it. We don't have enough resources or police officers to adequately um, protect our kids in schools. We have hero police officers from coast to coast that respond within seconds, minutes of situations like this. But these devious people know how to carry things out. They have uh, firepower. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm so disgusted this morning, folks. Kevlar, you know, the bulletproof uh, material. I almost feel like, I know, I know you're going to say I'm being silly here, but I almost feel like if you order Kevlar, it, it should raise a red flag with law enforcement. Unless, in, in a 35-year journalism career, the only time that I had to wear a bulletproof vest was when we went to um, Somalia on assignment. And as part of the, a rider with the insurance company, we had to have on a bulletproof vest at all times for the policy to, uh, to be in effect. That's 35 years. I think maybe once also uh, covering a riot in Brooklyn, where uh, the TV station had hired uh, NYPD officers in plain clothes to protect us, and we also had to wear bulletproof vests. But so two times in 35 years. I I really do feel that if someone orders uh, bulletproof or, or body armor, it should be a red flag 
for law enforcement. Now, now you may say, Dominic, we don't have enough resources to handle something like that. But wh- why would a normal person, unless you're in law enforcement or or you're a bodyguard at a nightclub, why would you need items like that? Why? I mean, and so George, you know, I I I thank you uh, for for. Uh, <laughs> For listening to me here uh, as I'm I'm ranting about this situation. And, George, I, I, I hope you, just before I let you go, what are you going to do to try to feel a little better? Honestly, I'm going to go. I'm working right now. I'm about to go home and hug my kids and, you know. Yes. And tell my love them. Yes. How many but kids do you have? I have two. I have a boy and a girl. How old are they? My daughter is eight, and my I'm sorry, my daughter's nine, and my son just turned eight. Wow, wow. Well, bless Before you, man. We, we up, Go ahead. I want to say you were so right about the teachers. They do not. They they deserve so much more respect and yes. attention because they're yes. heroes. Yes, they really I, are. I appreciate my my kids' teachers so much because they they show my kids so much attention and love. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's everything. Right. You know, hey, hey, I, I agree also what you ahead. said that these kids shouldn't be getting assault rifles. You know, you're 21. You can't drink until you're 21. It should be the same thing with guns. Right. Well, you and I agree. There are many uh, people that disagree with our positions. But, George, I thank you for the call. And um, I know you're looking forward to hugging your kids when you get home from work this morning. Bless you, and I hope everything works out for you and your family. We are discussing the situation, the mass shooting, not in Buffalo, the one in Texas, where 19 kids are dead and two teachers, and we'll be right back with your telephone calls. Talk Radio 77. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. The shooter, alleged shooter in Texas, Salvador Ramos, marched onto the school grounds wearing protective gear. Police officers even rushed into the school to get their own children out of the school responding officers and uh, other officers. And, of course, we should say thank you to law enforcement that uh, was able to respond uh, to this situation. And, And it bears repeating what I said at the top of the show because I really believe this. 
in Texas, you cannot buy a drink until you are 21, right? But you can purchase an assault weapon at age 18. There's something terribly wrong with that. I'm sorry, folks. I'm not trying to step on on your 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 rights as a gun owner or or the Second Amendment. But uh, let me also share an email I just received from uh, Miguel in Flushing, and Miguel says he blames both sides, Republicans and Democrats. This shooting problem will get worse. I'm reading his email because these 18-year-olds are smoking pot and buying guns. Let's make a deal right now, get rid of pot and do gun control, make it age 25 to get a gun, and they must pass a background check. Anyone with a record cannot buy a gun. This is simple. I don't understand why a deal cannot be done. He goes on to say legal pot needs to go. Guns need to be controlled. Let's go to our friend David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Now I want to provide some details about this guy. But first, I'd like to say it's never going to end. We're never going to reduce it to a zero situation. Dominic, how many people are in America about? I don't know the latest number, David, but go ahead. You know, about hundreds of millions. You know, there's going to be one or two loose screws. You're never going to bring this down to zero, no matter how much control you try to do. Now, first of all, uh, he bought these guns on his 18th birthday, assault rifles, and he was on Instagram. Pictures of him on Instagram with his assault rifles. He even said he was going to do something, and he, uh, he, he direct messaged a girl in Los Angeles about it. So the signs well, a are girl, there. A, a, girl, it, a, girl, a girl that he didn't know, and she had no idea why he was uh, tagging her. And and he said, I'm just giving a little further update. He said, I just wanted to tag you. And then he said to her at 543 in the a.m., I'm about to. And the girl asked about to what, to which he answered, I'll tell you before 11. And so anyway. And then he also said, I got a little secret I want to tell you. This kid was clearly another one uh, with issues, but go ahead, David. Yeah, he did have issues. He was an angry person at work. He would uh, send angry texts to the women. He would show up at the park with boxing gloves and want to fight people. He was a bad dude, and this is going to happen. Uh, Now, here's what Biden's message should be, though. Not about the gun control, because you're always going to be able to get the gun. It should be parents. You need to love your children and become involved in their life. You can't let Xbox, Call of Duty, and Instagram raise your kids. Parents, you need to get closer to your kids, be active in their lives. How many kids are just out there on their own? Okay, hey, the, David, but, David but, but let me ask you a question, a, a, a real simple question. So, should an 18-year-old be able to purchase an assault-style type weapon? No, not assault-style. I'm all for Second Amendment, but, uh, you know, definitely not these type of weapons. No, I, I don't okay. think they should be able to. Okay, well, well, you and I, you and I uh, agree. And so you, you, you said we're never going to be able to completely stop this, right? But, no. but we've got to do something. Would you agree with that? 
Well, what is the something? I mean, let me ask you, because I'm of the belief if you want to do this, you're going to get the guns in your hands somehow. Uh, you know, you're like, like you're never going to reduce drunk driving all the way to zero. You could have DUI checkpoints, all the public service announcements. You're just, when you look at, this sounds very cold, but when you look at all the people in America, these are just, what is it, like 0.01%. It's never going to stop. The only message is that aside from, yeah, you shouldn't be able to get assault rifles at your 18th birthday, but the message should be parents. You know, the parents are failing the kids. Parents are failing. It, they, they, they let the Xbox Call of Duty raise their kids, you know, and, and, and I, trust me, this kid was angry because he didn't have a loving family life. Hey, David, I, I, I hear you, and I, I thank you for the call, and have a beautiful morning. But I also feel that uh, politicians are failing us, Democrats and Republicans, on, di- on many different issues, completely failing us. Let's go to John in New Jersey, line two. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Great show, Dominic. Thank you, John. Go right ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I'm a practical man, and I, I'm i pretty smart. I would have put two, one, at least one U.S. soldier on the door of every school in America, and it could be done by 8 a.m. tomorrow, and substitute retired cops, retired servicemen. Most people don't want to see kids die. You don't really have a small group of people who take that job. In fact, uh, I've offered to uh, stand guard in front of my doctor's um, temple on on uh, Saturdays. Okay, These but people are cowards. But 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 so if you put a soldier in every school, how long can you sustain something like that? And then what's going to happen to the U.S. interests around the world? And 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 even if you do put a soldier in each school, there 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 were resource officers. Uh, I'm almost positive, based on reports at this school in Texas. I'm talking about a uniformed soldier with with a um, fully automatic weapon in his hand, standing in the front of the school. It's a big sign that says you're not going to kill a bunch of people and walk away. And <laughs> I mean and. This kind of um, huge deployment is why you have an army. This is real serious. We can afford this. We really can afford this. Think about what we spend money on. Hmm. And just just recruit more soldiers to take up the slack. That we, and a lot of people would prefer that duty. And if you tell people, join, and you only serve doing that, you get lots of grandfathers with common sense. You know what I'm saying? Guys are 55 retired cops. There's a lot of people who could do it. Dominic, you could do it. Any decent man could do what I'm talking about. Well, Am I wrong? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say you're wrong. You're thinking outside the box, uh, and, and I appreciate that. I just don't know how practical it is. But I do thank you uh, for the telephone call. Let's go to Steve in Calvington, New York. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm, I'm glad you took my call. Um, for starters, I'm, I'm retired uh, detective with the NYPD and homicide. So Thank you. I'd Thank like you so much for with, what um, you've done. Yeah, I, I appreciate you thanking me. Um, 
believe me, this is this is tragic. It's heartbreaking what what I'm what I'm seeing here. Um, I, I think, though, like I, I have to share, it, it made me call because I'm like, you know, of of a hundred homicides I've gone on, 99% of them, the guns illegal. So why are we focusing just just on the illegal firearm? That's for starters. And the second thing is, everyone keeps referring to assault weapons. I got to be honest. I mean, all weapons. The, the weapons aren't the assault. A rifle or a gun is either used to assault somebody or to protect self or other, and that is the way a gun should be looked at, just like a vehicle, just like a plane at 9-11. I mean, could, should we do away with planes? Um, and believe me, I'm no, I'm, if, if, if I could have everyone could just get rid of guns, I would say I would do it in a, in a heartbeat. But the problem is they keep passing all these laws that, that one, aren't implemented. And they're not followed up. But the real issue is um, homicides illegal. And if someone's going to do 30 years and they don't care about killing someone and multiple killings, you're certainly not going to solve it with um, tightening gun laws. Steve, and as far uh, as the manufacturers uh, as... to do away with the manufacturing of firearm, I mean, if, if you're going to say, well, well, no Kevlar vest to anyone, then you're just doing away with the manufacturer of firearms, even for basically the good guys. So. You know, I, I, believe me, I, I don't have the answer. But uh, hey, but Steve, let, let me let me let me ask yeah, you this yeah. before before I move on. As someone who has done homicide cases, I believe you said for the NYPD, in your heart of hearts, should it be this easy for an eighteen-year-old to get a weapon legally? Legally, absolutely not. Legally, I I, I don't think you should be able to buy a firearm legally. Unless you're you you're in law enforcement or you're in some type of a security, yeah. As far as legally, but again, one of your callers touched on a, uh, the age. I, I think you keep focusing on 18 year olds. I mean, I know 18 year olds that are going 18 going on 35, and I know 35 year olds that are like six year olds. So to go <laughs> to the age thing to me is it's just you know. And then everyone's like, oh, it was red flag. It's the system failed. I, I just. You know, it would be beautiful if we could just make it so you can't buy a gun. But the real issue is the people that are getting killed, for the most part, are in the inner, in, in the in the areas where um, most homicides are occurring. The, you can go buy a gun on the corner for fifty bucks. You know, so so I mean, I know we're focusing on what you could get at Dick's Sporting Goods and assault rifles, but if you look at the homicide rate and the real numbers, I mean, the politicians will all come out and they're all gonna you know, come out when the cameras are there. But the reality of it is the people that are dying, it's from illegal guns. It's from illegal firearms. And the real question is, how do you get rid of the illegal firearms in this country? Not how do we stop selling them to people that are psychotic? Don't get me wrong. That is one of the problems, but it's maybe, you know, 5% of the issue. I think that the media just jumps on it and everyone's just, and it's emotional because don't get me wrong. It's it's a horror show of what what happened here. Um, well, well, I but, I I thank you uh, thank you Steve for the call and again for your for your service as a homicide uh, detective. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC coming up at one a.m. Frank Morano, the other side of uh, midnight. Let's go to ah uh, Seattle. I um. Part of my high school years, I went to school in a suburb of Seattle, 
And uh, we have David on the uh, phone from Seattle. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Um, actually, I'm from Texas. From Texas. And, uh, okay, it and, says here in Seattle. My my, my um, niece's sons were both shot dead, and they were seven and nine. Wait, so your your niece's kids were shot dead in this incident? No, in in Dallas. In Dallas, okay. Where, where I'm from. Okay. See, I'm living in Seattle, but I I am actually from Texas. Okay, all right. And, and go ahead. I'm and, listening. Um, I'm listening. My my comment is, if you you can't stop, take the guns out of the equation. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but the guns are not the problem. The problem is the mindset of the people who are shooting. Okay, it could just as easily be a car or poison. All right, the problem is the media, specifically Disney and the internet. If you get on the internet, all it does is force feed you violence. If you try to get to nonviolent material, it throws you right back to violent material. Okay, and but wait, 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 David, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, I, I have to stop you at this point. I, I hear what you're saying. You're you're talking about societal uh, factors that play into this. But if this 18-year-old was not able to get this type of rifle, then he couldn't have done what he did, correct? Yes or no? If he wouldn't have been had his brain rotted out by the poison that our society is pumping into the minds of these impressionable, stupid children, they wouldn't be at the point where they go off. Okay, but but, but the gun, how can you say the gun is irrelevant when that's the weapon of choice? You keep cutting me off because you... No, 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 David, 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 David. You know why why I'm cutting you off? Because I've got to take a hard commercial break and I'm already three minutes late. So I can't let you go on this long soliloquy about about uh, 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 the Internet. So you've got to be able to make your point and make it fast. That's the only reason why I'm cutting you off. So please, yeah, sure. I, give, I, give you the, I give you the final say before I need to take a break. But you want to lecture about societal factors, but you want to ignore the guns. And that's just not realistic. Uh, the motivation, the point of, you know, you... You guys pump out such hostility into society every minute. Every You can't turn on the media without being filled with rage-inducing material. I agree. I, I, All I, right okay. now is violence, Okay, I agree with you on that point. But will you just please, for argument's sake, deal with the gun? The no, rifle. It's not the guns. It's okay, the it's mindset. Not the guns. Okay. If, if they didn't, if they weren't inclined to shoot, it wouldn't matter if they had guns, would it? David, if if listen, and and I'm not being rude. We can continue this conversation another time. Um, it, it, the bottom line is this: there's no way. I'm sorry, folks. There are going to be issues in which. Most of us will agree there are going to be issues where we're going to disagree. And this is one of them. There's no way in the world an 18-year-old should be able to get a semi-automatic weapon, any way you want to title it, an assault-style weapon. 
no matter what society is pushing into that young person's mind, if they don't have a weapon with that rapid fire capacity to fire it, then their their damage is limited in terms of what they can do. So to say Disney or whatever else, let's deal with the reality of this situation. And that is this 18-year-old deranged young man in Texas just turned 18 and apparently did what he did. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back with more of your telephone calls. WABC. Talk Radio 77. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And with all that's going on in Texas, it has almost overshadowed what's occurred here in New York. The NYPD nabs the suspect in the Queens train subway slaying and ending a two-day manhunt in a murder that put New Yorkers on edge. And so the suspect, Andrew Abdullah, 25 years old, with quite the rap sheet, a parolee was arrested outside a lawyer's office before he could voluntarily surrender. He lives in uh, Brooklyn and was charged with a uh, murder and criminal possession of a weapon. Mayor Adams says we got a killer off our streets, but far too many killers are back on our streets. And that the revolving door of the criminal justice system appears to pit the NYPD and good New Yorkers against the bad guys. Certainly that appears to be the case. We are discussing the situation in Texas, the horrible situation that has occurred um, uh, yesterday, uh, just a few hours ago. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? I'd like to respond to the woman who called earlier and mentioned my name. Go right ahead. Uh, uh, I, this was the same one uh, situation that came up on Rita's show with the guy named Norman. You know, it's fascinating to me. Everything is the reason except the reason. The woman said it has to do with uh, religion or it has to do that there's no religion in the schools which is as bogus as it can be, because in the name of religion, more people have been killed in the name of religion than used guns than anything else in, in the history of this country. So let's eliminate that from the point. The key point is this, and you, you mentioned something that really got to me. You said, well, when we talk about transvestite, or I think it was a woman, thing, about being a man, being a woman, what the hell does that have to do with what just happened here today? It has nothing to do with it. And you people bring up, you talk about going around the subject, the subject you had mentioned, the access to guns. It is the common denominator on all of these things. Of last week, of hey, the week Stan. you said it. How did this guy get a gun? Stan. It's the access to guns, my friend. Stan. Not about a woman wants to be a man, a man wants to be a woman. This woman talks about religion. Not, oh, oh, no, no, I, I, no I, I, didn't, I didn't say a man or a woman. I said a kid, a little boy. Is uh, here, here's where, where I'm going with this, Stan, and I think it was Maria that brought this up. 
And she verbalized what I've been wanting to say for a while. But, you know, but there there are certain things that I've got to be very careful of what I uh, deal with. The way that Hollywood is throwing sexual orientation down our throats almost in every show. It's not it's not even in the background anymore. It's like right in front of you. And, and you know, we're telling little boys, you, you can be a little girl. And we're telling little girls, you can be a little boy. You don't think that's leading to confusion, Stan, amongst these young people, and that these are all factors in all of this stuff? Dominic, what the hell does this have to do with 19 kids being killed today by some guy who got access to a gun? You even mentioned it. How did he get the gun? What does that com- uh, information have to do with this? Nothing. And the people bring up the sexuality and this and that. Yeah, there's plenty of crap on the Internet. I'm after the Internet. A lot of these kids get it from the Internet. If we never had computers before, none of this had happened. Twenty years ago, we never had any of these crimes. We had nothing of this. We base it on religion, on guys being a, a this or that. That's ridiculous. To bring that subject up is ludicrous. What happened today is so obvious. You mentioned it. How did this guy get the automatic weapon? How did he legally? Legally. Again, you even you. That's the question, and it's the question in all of these things. It ain't about he's a trans. I'm not going to say transsexual or this or that, or he doesn't believe in God. Malarkey, garbage. Not true. Hey Stan, I, I, he I, I, I've got to move on, but but I, you know, you always um, answer my questions directly, and you, and you don't run from them. So I'm going to ask you directly. Okay, you're saying that has nothing to do with this. But what, but what do you think about what Hollywood is doing, what society is doing, and, you know, walk around in public smoking pot and blowing it in the air? And, and you know, and again, I've already said it, what we're, what we're teaching uh, little kids. You, you don't see anything wrong with that? American people went to the uh, voting booths to legalize marijuana. I am not from legalizing marijuana. It smells, it stinks. It's disgusting. But the American people did it in many states. That's the country. What do you want? I'm not for it. I can't stand it. Many things are voted for that we don't like. And to claim that all of these crimes, not all of them, but everyone over the last year to two to three, four years is related to uh, this and that is, is crazy. It's, if they didn't have the access to the gun, then they wouldn't. Have, they're probably sick anyway. But it's the access. You said it yourself. I don't understand. It's like you're contradicting yourself. How did he get the gun? It was legal. How did he do it? Did the guy stop and question? How? You know, that's the question. It's the gun. The president said exactly the thing. I wouldn't have mentioned the manufacturers, but I would have said access to the gun. We have to do something to eliminate, make it difficult for anybody to get a gun. One of the women, I think, on your phone or whatever said, let they have to have to have licenses to get. We get a license for a car, which is dangerous. Let's get a make it difficult for anybody, anybody, ten, twelve, to get a gun. Then maybe we may have some help. There's no legislation. Nobody's going to do anything. No one has. So okay. you know, making it that's about transvestites or it's about marijuana. Uh, you know, people voted for that, but that has nothing to do with all of these things that have happened in every incident. It was the access to the gun. The mother gave him the gun. This person got the gun. I'm not well, making I, it up. I, hey, Stan, I thank you for the call. I do have to move on. Thank you. But I, but I do feel we don't know the circumstances in Texas as of yet. But I do feel that societal-wise, we are confusing these young people. 
you know, Hollywood leading the effort and, you know, with, I'm, I'm just being honest folks with little girls being told you can be a little boy and little boys being told you can be a little girl. And then you add in the Kim Kardashian factor where everybody wants to be an internet sensation. It just seems that there are a lot of things going on. That's not helping the process. That's not helping the children mature. But in these cases, Buffalo and Texas, we're talking about straight-up mental illness. Let's go to Roger in Massachusetts. Good morning, Roger. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, you know, you and Stan right there, uh, it made me think of that term, uh, spoiled American brats. When I think about the rest of the world, what the rest of the world's been going through, you know, especially with Ukraine, I feel more and more like we are, like, that that, that that nickname, Spoiled American Brats, really is really applying um, regarding uh, this stuff. But but the main reason I call is that um, we we got a guy up in up in Massachusetts, a radio guy, who usually says, just because we have a right, doesn't make it right. You know, for instance, I drive a truck. Uh, I think you have to be 21 before you can get a CDL. And we get checked every two years. We have to go to a physical. We get uh, randomly checked for um, um, uh, uh, all, all, all types of criteria. I got you. And, and on this criteria, you know, I mean, there's, there's criteria we have to live up to. We have a higher standard. So now with guns, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be very, very difficult, sadly, because if you spoil it, you bad apples spoil for everybody else. You get the picture? Mm-hmm. I, I do get the picture, and I thank uh-huh. you. I thank you, Roger, for the call. I have to step in. We're going to continue with the calls in just a second, but I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, coming up in five minutes. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. Sad day. What do you have coming uh, up? That is for sure. Well, uh, we'll bring any updates on on this situation, certainly. Uh, but uh, we're going to be talking with two veteran broadcast journalists in New York. One, uh, I think both of them actually you know quite well. One is a, six, a 60-year veteran journalist, Emmy Award-winning uh, senior correspondent for PIX11, Marvin Scott. Who I, know, I think you guys have done a couple yes. of Inner Circle shows together. Yes, we have. I know Marvin very well. And uh, our own Joe Nolan, the traffic reporter in the morning, who is probably the longest-serving traffic reporter in New York, maybe even in the whole country. He's doing this big event on Friday, uh, this kickoff-to-summer event, and he does it. Not only is it a fun time to get together and hang out, but uh, it, he does it as a fundraiser for this foundation named for his no- his mother, Maureen Nolan. So I'm going to have him uh, talk about what he's doing Friday and how people can get involved if they want. Sounds like a great show, and I will definitely be listening as always. If Let's... you know any like inside Marvin Scott scuttlebutt, <laughs> tell me off the air, and I'll I'll slam him with it. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. LQ in the Bronx. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Uh, yes, uh, Dominic. Uh, like you said, the system failed. This 18 year old shouldn't be a gun, but up the Democratic Party. Um, their aim is that nobody could get a assault gun, and it's not going to happen. You have people coming over the border with weapons right now, with assault weapons, and it's going to be, be more. You have Sandy Hook, 
Red Lake High School, uh, Columbine, all these things from 1990-99 of these school shootings that definitely not white supremacists of killing of killings in schools and uh, nothing is being done. It's a shame. LQ, I, I thank you, and that, and that is a good point about God only knows what's coming over the border and what type of weapons uh, the migrants may may have or sneaking into the country. Let's now go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Jennifer, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, it's a sad time, that's for sure. Um, it's just very heartbreaking. I, I don't see, though, how anyone can say, I don't think these types of weapons should be just, you know, so readily available legally. Uh, sadly, they're very easy to get illegally. So, you know, there's tens of millions of weapons. Um, also, as we saw, if someone's intent on committing a crime, look what Daryl Brooks did um, with a car. Look, at, um, was it in New York a few years ago um, when the bicyclists were mowed down? I mean, there are things that people can do. Um, I still don't think they should be readily available. Don't get me wrong, but sadly, mad people are going to do mad things. Um, and that's the horror of it. I think we have to look at the the psychological makeup of people that are doing this. And back in the 50s, they had rifle clubs. You brought, you brought your rifle to school, and people weren't killing each other. Um, and, and to me, I don't know how people can't think that it's about the breakdown of, you know, faith, family, um, just the more, like I've talked to you about before, Dominic, just... Mm-hmm. The lack, well, the lack of, a, of a moral center for the country. And I do think that the breakdown of families, that a lot of these kids are lost. Take a look at that picture of that the guy today. He's got dead eyes. There's nothing right. in him. Jennifer, also, I, I, I have to step in because we're at the end of the program, but I, I hope you'll call Frank or give me a call tomorrow. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight is coming up. Frank will have the very latest on the situation in Texas. Please listen to the program. I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station, Talk Radio 77, WABC. UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry. And our shared frustration when it came to UTIs. We were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com.